0: Loading moves. Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. on CITR 11.9 FM, Vancouver. That song got another boost in the past year after appearing on the cassette tape that Chris Pratt's character Peter Quill carried around when flying as a Guardian of the Galaxy. Awesome mix, Volume 1. And as the trivia goes, the soundtrack became the first to top of the charts last uh, year, featuring no new music at all. But originally off their 1976 self-titled debut, that was The Runaways with ch, ch-, ch- cherry Bomb. And the Runaways were an L.A.-based hard rock act that included amongst its roster Joan Jett, future Heartbreaker, and then Lita Ford, although doing the singing there was uh, Cherry Curie. And the Runaways released four albums together before breaking up. Jett formed the Heartbreakers band, and she actually recorded another version of Cherry Bomb for the 1984 album Glorious Results of a Misspent Youth, something totally entirely appropriate since she co-wrote the song. And we'll actually we'll be talking about the other author shortly. But otherwise, Ford set on her on her own. Early bassist Mickey Steele joined the Bangles. And then Curry did her own version of Cherry Bomb with her sister. I think twin sister were well. to Mary Curry. Before uh, Cherry opted to become more of a chainsaw sculptor. And there was actually a film about The Runaways done back in 2010. Starring Dakota Fanning and Kristen Stewart. Brought the band a little more boost to their profile. Though many musicians have kept a shine for them all this time. Just ask the hostess with the mostess of Sam Squatch's hideaway. So good evening, and happy Groundhog's Day. For a while, though, I was going to tease you all with doing a little I Got You Babe, but I think Sonny and Cher get enough of the February 2 market, especially since the day repeats itself all the time. Anyways, this is Exploding Head Movies, your cinematically inspired program here found on UBC's Alpine Community Radio Station. CITR, the voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM in Vancouver. We broadcast at 590 watts out of UBC campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia here in Canada. And occasionally I can hear it from home. Not today. I'm not sure if it's the rain or some other inclement weather or some other atmospheric disturbance. Hopefully that shouldn't stop you to listen elsewhere on the web at www.citr.ca. Live streams and podcast dreams. My name is Gak, and I will be your erudite yet crass concierge for the next couple of hours. So do treat your lobby boys and elevator operators with appropriate respect during this time. Phone over at the station you the are listening live is 6048222487. Do keep it short, sweet, and to the point since I am doing about everything live here. I am also standing on one foot. You can also email me anytime radiofreegak at gmail.com. So we're going to continue on with our annual Oscar profile for the uh, nominees for Best Original Scores and Songs. Up for an award, the 87th Annual Academy Awards, set to be handed out three weeks from now. In the past two weeks, we've heard from Johan Johansson's Golden Globe-winning score to The Theory of Everything, and Hans Zimmer's organ-driven score to Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Both of those definitely available as podcasts. This week, we will listen to a score we already profiled about a year ago. When the firm film first came out. So it's time to return yet again for another visit to the Grand Budapest Hotel. Which is up for nine Oscars this year. Including one for uh, Desplat's sparkling music. Otherwise, we will continue our look at the five nominated songs. And I've been spreading those out. And uh, this time around, uh, time for the only nomination from The Lego Movie. Though it's probably not going to be the version that you've been hearing constantly a bit of a surprise regarding the film since we were fully expecting it would be up for an animated film nod but yeah I will also share a song that wasn't nominated it kind of fits into a vague kids theme at play but as usual things get dark so keep the Treehouse TV on standby and then in the coming weeks we'll listen to some Glenn Campbell and some Diane Warren and in the background ever so quietly from their soundtrack to the 1985 film Heartbreakers this is Tangerine Dream with desire. And Tangerine Dream are an act I've profiled in the past for soundtracks like Thief. An overdue on a subsequent and more complete profile, but I needed to play some music from them, at least in light of the news that the original founder, Edgar Froze, died. And it was on January 20th when the uh, German, though born in East Prussia during World War II, suffered a pulmonary embolism, and he was 70 years old. And Tangerine Dream were part of the West Berlin scene back in 1967. But uh, as opposed to what uh, Kraftwerk and Canon New did, originally jam bands, uh, they decided to lose the percussion and they became a little bit more atmospheric. But uh, once the Oscar profiles are done, I'll do some more work on them. But. I always keep expecting this fade out earlier. I'm going to do it now. Especially because things are going to get raucous here. Because uh, when I was talking about Cherry Bomb before, we've got to talk about the other co author, and that's Kim Fowley. He died this past January 15th after a long battle with bladder cancer at the age of 75. And I'll talk a bit more about his long history of music as a performer, songwriter, and producer. But let's listen to a couple of Fowley tracks first here from his 1968 album, Outrageous. This will be the late great Kim Fowley. With Bubblegum, here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Grow Day.
1: is Bubblegum, Live for moon and sun Young and so much fun life's just be life has just begun Your name is Bubblegum, Live for the moon and sun Young and so much fun Life's just be Life has just begun life has just begun fabulous yeah wow oh, yeah
2: i'm at war I'm at war with myself, I'm at war with you, I'm at war with everybody. That's why I don't do
1: drugs, because I don't want to be numb, I want to feel the the pain, I want the clarity of the challenge, I want to win, I want to kick in the head, I want to tear the throat box out, I want to smash in the lungs, I want to kick in the ribcage, I want to split the spine, and I want to use your phone, make love to your wife, sister, eat your dog, and leave your house
2: with a good cassette. CITR 101.9 FM, where there's just a little bit of Kim Fowley in each and every one of us. No,
3: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: shot there of the late, great Kim Fowley. First off with Bubblegum, off of one of the singles off his 1968 album, Outrageous. A highly polarizing album that included the single Animal Man. In some ways, I think that would have been more indicative of some of the novelty records he did in the 60s because it involves a lot of shouting and screaming and kind of spoken word stuff. Talking how things are freaky out. Then from 1973's International Heroes, a little bit of glam, enters Fowley's music we heard. Dancing... All night And Fowley started music as a manager at the age of 18 Hustling and publicizing on behalf of the band The Sleepwalkers Which included Bruce Johnston, later the Beach Boys Drummer Sandy Nelson And oh yeah, apparently occasionally Mr. Phil Spector would stop by Prior to his legendary Wallace Sound Production style And Fowley was also part and parcel of uh, Numerous novelty singles in the 60s as I mentioned Including Alley Oop By the fictional band the Hollywood Argyles Definitely worth a listen to. Just get a sense of something that you could press quickly, record cheaply, and then send a, sell a million copies of. And then songs like The Trip, a hyper-spoken word piece describing the psychedelic scene and not freaking out in my scene, man. He uh, finally also wrote for Cat Stevens. He collaborated with Frank Zappa, Alice Cooper, Chris Christofferson, Early War, and Zivon. He also worked with Jonathan Richmond and Modern Lovers for a time, did some work with Kiss, he also did some of the songs, at least recorded them, for the American Graffiti soundtrack. George Lucas, before Star Wars. Fowley was still active in the music scene, even up until his late He was hosting a weekly Sirius Satellite radio show. And he helped inspired Ariel Pink on his latest album, Pom Pom. And I might actually try to dig up something next week involving the two of them, since Mr. Pink is coming into town soon. And uh, for the film sort, uh, if you can catch Fowley in the 2003 documentary... Mayor of the Sunset Strip. And he also did a whole bunch of short films based on his appearance there. And if there's one lasting claim to fame for Fowley, he was the MC at a Toronto music festival in 1969. And in order to encourage the audience to get a shy John Lennon to come on stage, he encouraged everyone to light their lighters and hold it up in the air so that the Plastic Ono band could come on. So... At this point, now in 2015, uh, most lighters now are cell phones. And occasionally, it's not for a camera either. Again, Kim finally passed away January 15th at the age of 75. Not sure if we'll ever see his type again. Behind me, this is Alan Hawkshaw with A Man Alone. And this is off the 1977 KPM album, The Road Forward. And uh, that would be a good time for Tangerine Dream, right? Yeah, no, that's not happening We're going to go to Halifax Walrus, a trio, are a part of the awesome Poncho label Home to modern psychedelic sounds So we're going to continue on with that feel though A little bit of a Neo style And representing the Maritimes quite well From their most recent release Last year's Glam Returns EP Which was also co-released through Guelph Ontario's Out of Sounds records This will be Walrus With Banger
2: said Money Can't Buy You Friends obviously wasn't a member at CITR. When you become a member, you get the Friends of CITR card with incredible discounts in the downtown area at The Baker and the Chef, Bang On T-shirts, Beat Street Records, Dunleavy Snack Bar, The Fall Tattooing, Fortune Sound Club, Hits Boutique, Pacific Cinema Tech, Perch, The Portside Pub, Save On Meats, and Vinyl Records. To find out more, visit us in room 233 of the sub on the UBC campus or go online to citr.ca.
0: Austin, Texas is the Black Angels with The Flop, off last year's EP Clear Lake Forest. And originally that EP was just a record store day exclusive from the most recent celebration of retail music shops, your local independent mom and pop, but uh, they eventually repressed it, not like suppressed it or like a memory, but uh, had it repressed and made it available for everyone so it became less exclusive that way. And it followed in the wake of their most recent album, 2013's Mood In The Go. And uh, after a little bit of a touring that way, they also freely shared a live performance from San Francisco, which you can download through their website for only the cost of your email address. The Black Angels play a show in Mexico City right at the end of February. And for those of you going to our hometown in May 8th 10th, you can see them at the annual Ann Austin Psych Fest at Carson Creek Ranch. Also on the bill are the Jesus and Mary Chain Cycle Candy Tour that will be here in Vancouver a few days afterwards. Why did I get a Texas Twang now? Uh, spiritualized, the Flaming Lips, Tame and and dozens more. I got more to do on that slice of Texas again. Again, that's the Austin Psych Fest 2015 version, May 8 to 10, Carson Creek Ranch. This is Man or Astro Man in the background here off the 2013 album DEFCON 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. This is Codebreaker 78, and this was the Auburn-Alabama sci-fi surf rock's first album in 12 years. But that's okay, because the 10 years prior to that, they released about a dozen albums, numerous singles, and recorded an alternate theme to Space Ghost Coast to Coast. They played Bellingham sometime in the past year or so, but I couldn't go. Should have figured out something to miss accordingly here. Do love their Theremin and Tesla coil setup. Let's hop down to Olympia to celebrate another return to the musical realm. Though Portland, or perhaps Portlandia, is more of their base now, Sleater Kinney's back. They went silent after their 2005 album The Woods, announcing hiatus before heading on towards other projects such as the Corn Tucker Band, Wild Flag, The Jicks, and otherist projects. And a couple of years ago, the trio of Corn Tucker, Janet Weiss, and Carrie Brownstein opted to step back into the ring again, and they recorded a new album together, first in 10 years. It's called No City is a Love. Definite return to form. And hopefully you grab tickets for their upcoming tour since they'll be in town May 6th at the Commodore Ballroom. Those tickets will be flying if they haven't already flown, so from no cities to love. This is Sleater Kitty with Hey Darling here on CITR 11.9 FM Vancouver. I'm Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies. I can probably talk faster. I won't.
1: If mental illness or addiction touched your life, you might be interested in coming out to The Kaleidoscope, UBC's first and only student-created, peer-run mental health support group at the university's Vancouver campus. They offer a stigma-free place for people to share their stories with others going through similar experiences. The
2: Kaleidoscope meets every week on Tuesdays from 5 to 6 p.m. at the Centre for Student Involvement in Brock Hall. Learn more at the-kaleidoscope.com
3: we we'll
0: seemed to be encanting for Michael Jackson but that wasn't so that's a compromise between a length of an EP or extended play versus an LP which is a long play long being longer than extended for some reason anyways they gave the name to their release EPLP that was Toronto's teen anger with Sky Saxon and the quartet uh, have always done a precarious mix of punk new wave. And EPLP, some of the other tracks feature synths and saxes on some tracks. But the guitars sound actually a little bit more crunchier, so the balance between the two genres is a bit woozy. Which is kind of what you want anyways. EPLP is available through the Telephone Explosion label, home to many other fun Toronto acts. And uh, plus Ty Seagal, apparently. Who knew? Don't answer that. Behind me, from LA, this is Arms of Tripoli, the City Speak, and this is found on last year's Fluttery Free Sampler, which you do download off of the Fluttery Bandcamp. But originally appeared on 2012's All the Fallen Embers. We're gonna storm back over to Nova Scotia again for the Everywhere's project, headed up by Nova Scotian or Haligonian Samuel Hill. The quintet have been relatively silent since the release of their 2013 self-titled debut, but their Facebook shows the odd live date, including some guy's living room. Great place to play. You ever get a chance? That guy's living room. So from their debut, self-titled again. This is the Everywhere's with Watch It Grow.
1: Give us three
2: shots of your best bourbon. And have that Russian waiter I like bring it over. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim, and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on citr.ca, iTunes, and my blog, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com.
0: Off their latest album, Nervous, which just came out a couple weeks ago. That was Siskiyou with violent motion pictures. And Siskiyou has come a long way after Colin Hubert and Eric Arneson had fun playing in the Great Lakes Swimmers, but they broke off on their own to, for more Spartan, Stark arrangements. And they're joined by Sean Watt, currently a failing, formerly of Red Cedar, and apparently a studied uh, shaver. Yeah, as much as as Barber Wizardry. Uh, then also Peter Carruthers. And Siskiyou have turned into a bit of an austere but forceful quartet. And for Nervous, they also got some help, as we heard towards the end part of Violent Motion Pictures there. Some rumbling saxophone there from Colin Stetson, but also appearing on Nervous. Owen Pallett, Tamara Lindman, J.P. Carter, Leon Tahini, John Raham, and Ryan Driver, just to name but a few. It's a great album, can't wait to figure out how it may translate live once it comes time to hit the road, but uh, there's time to figure all this out. No pressure, boys. This is the Monroe Music Center in the background here in Act From Calgary, that Thrive On, as we can tell, lo-fi chiptune music. From 2013's Choose Your Own Adventure, this is The Reality Machine. And this is Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And if we're talking CITR, we got to talk Shindig. And this Friday, February 6th, marks the finale of the 31st edition of Shindig. CITR's Battle of the Bands, and the first in its new home at the Hindenburg at 23 West Cordova. It's next to a Fino. if you like your burritos. And it's also the first time in a long while that it is not on a Tuesday. So we should have a bit of a different kind of turnout. And Shindig, this year, started back in October with 27 bands. Uh, once Christmas came, it was down to nine, and we'll only have three left. We'll go to three semifinals in January. And as production here on Exploding the Movies, it's time to hear each of the acts that are up for the big prizes, which include recording time at various studios in town, some backline support, free postering and other media packages, air our time on CITR's Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, since uh, the host of that is also the host of Shindig. Ben Lai, Thursdays, 9 11 p.m. here on CITR 10.9 uh, FM. Winner, well actually this finalists at this point do get an appearance in Discord or Magazine. But for the big Shindig winner, well there's a Music Waste Showcase, a trip to Tirana for the Canadian Music Week, some industry consultation work, and oh yeah, a big night out with Mint Records. So we're going to go in the order of the semifinals, and as per Shindig tradition, it is going to be reverse order. Because most of the time, everyone is alphabetically sorted. So this Friday, you will be hearing from Skim Milk and Feng Shui, but it'll be after this first act here, Still Creek Murder. They're the duo of Samuel Dick and Shea Hayashi, and they're a tight rock team here. So from last year's to shreds, this is Shin finalist Still Creek Murder with Worst Kept.
1: So Would've hurt like ow. ow.
0: Those are your Shindig finalists. For this Friday, February 6th. We start off with Still Creek Murder with Worst Kept. Then we kinda got hip-hop with Classical mixed in, that was Skim Milk. Off their self-titled debut we heard uh, for Dimitri. And Skim Milk is the project of Sam Davidson, who you may have seen play with Brastronaut and then that Jaron Freeman Fox and the opposite of everything. And Davidson specializes in playing live arrangements of Clarinet bass clarinet and something known as the EWI the electronic wind instrument there's also some mixing of drum samples beats and from what I saw last indig a live bassist and uh, Davidson's jazz upbringing intersects with his love of the aforementioned classical hip-hop music and as you can tell a bit of eclectic hot pot of sound there And there's talk of a new album due out later this year then we close with Funk shui think feng shui but uh funk shui and that was a side to a recent single called Shiquela s-h-apostrophe-q-w-e-y-l-a and Funk shui are a quartet of young and i repeat young east Van kids who take some asian influence and mash it in their love of soul and r and uh, though their online profile states that they play post-apocalyptic one direction danny hussy Celtic k-pop for those of you keeping track Dope as hell. They're a lot of fun and super energetic, so expect a highly eclectic night for CITR Shindig finale. Friday, February sixth. Doors open at the Hindenburg, twenty-three West Cordova, at eight o'clock, and that will be for happy hour. Drinks going for a tree pity. i about a tree pity. Show starts at nine thirty. It's six dollars at the door. Jokes for beer in between the second and third acts, and the winner will be announced by Ben Lai around midnight or so. And as he likes to emphasize, Shindig isn't a competition purely, it is a showcase of local music, an excuse to see local bands and new artists, and if you've never been, well, this Friday is your last chance for a year. And behind me, this is Timothy McNeely with Sagittarius Black of Truth and Soul Cinematic Soul Compilation, and my name is Gak, and you're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR11.9 FM in Vancouver. You can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. You can follow CITR on Twitter at CITR Radio. They're on Facebook. There's other places. They have a decent Instagram as well. Can't stop talking. We are worming slowly our way to our oscar David profile for the Grand Budapest Hotel, but we'll get a little bit more electronic here as we get into our second hour, starting off with Dean Blunt and Inga Copeland. And uh, at this point now, they're more or less working independently. Back in 2012, they released their Black is Beautiful album featuring only numbers for track names. So I can't tell you much else, but uh, definitely some influences here. I'd say sort of like Japanese radio, train chimes, and then almost like, you know, winning a game show prize. So this is going to be Blunt and Copeland with the number five. down to the Hindenburg for CITR's Battle of the Bands Shindig 31.
1: Breaking news, Shindig 31 comes to a conclusion.
0: For over 30 years, the Shindig Finals have offered some of Vancouver's best local bands great prizes and the chance to become champions. Shindig 31 will come to its conclusion this Friday, February 6th at the Hindenburg.
1: Experience
3: Extra planetary experiential beat jazz. scheme milk.
1: Fusion, duality, rock technique. Still, creek, murder.
3: the hunger and freshness of
1: youth. Give me that feng shui. I just want some of that feng shui.
0: So come out to the Hindenburg this Friday, February 6th. Bring your best formal wear and be a part of shindig history. Oh, baby girl, lay it down for me. What we do this? Hello. Hello.
2: Boy, this is exciting. Action. Hold and head Morris.
1: See you soon.
0: Going back to 2010 for an unreleased song that appeared randomly on a Tadpole audio podcast. Can't find it anywhere else. That was Doldrums with Underwinter, something that uh, we know of nothing of here in Vancouver, but anyone east of the prairies are over-familiar with yet again. Doldrums is the alias of Torontonian Eric Woodhead, now based in Montreal, and he gained a massive break back in 2011 when he was the only artist sanctioned to do a remix for Portishead's, Portishead's most recent single Chase the Tear which turned into a cover or a reimagining his 2013 album Lesser Evil brought some growth including a full band and this year his sub-pop debut will be coming out in April it's going to be called The Air Conditioned Nightmare and uh, from what I've heard so far from the previews there will be more clanging and chugging rhythms I definitely look forward to it we got Vic Flick Sound in the background here this is Kalito off of 1968's West of Windward. And uh, coming to town this Saturday is Scuba. It's the alias of Paul Rose, and he heads up the British label Hot Flush. Scuba will be playing the Electric Owl along with local musicians Matt Hudlin and Bokeh for an intimate production. And Scuba very rarely leaves Europe, so if you're on the fence at all about the show, try to surmise when next he may visit. So again, Scuba plays the Electric Owl, On Main Street this Saturday, February 7th. Tickets start at $20. It is a 19 and older show. Doors open at 10pm and you can get tickets at Beat Street Records, Zulu Records, and then Puff Uptown. From a series of EPs called Phoenix from last year. And just remember to lose the O when you spell Phoenix. And specifically, this is from Phoenix 2. This will be Scuba with Distance.
2: the sound of compost and recyclables going into the garbage. Garbage that ends up in the landfill creating greenhouse gases. This is the sound of a more sustainable campus. You can make a difference when you sort it out. Learn more at sustain.ubc.ca slash sort it out. Remember when
3: you first learned about the birds and the bees? Want to learn more about the birds and the bees and the berries, urban agriculture, delicious homegrown food, solar energy, and much more? Check out the Society Promoting Environmental Conservation. Come to one of our workshops, join our solar panel tour, or go to our website www.spec.bc.ca for more information.
0: Uh, There's nothing like teasing new music than by listening to a remix of a song you've likely not heard yet. Anyways, uh, Vancouver Act Humans have a new album due out later this month called Noontide. What we heard was one of the songs off of Noontide called Follow. But as remixed by a New Yorker and album producer, or I guess masterer, master is the correct term, Phil Hoffa. Sorry, Phil Moffa with an M. ...and it appeared on the XLRator blog in the past week. Now, the original version, if you're curious, is a little bit more slower and robotic. And, uh, yeah, humans are the duo of Robbie Slade and Peter Rick. And the production work, if you're curious, was done by Nick Kazub of Edmonton's Shout Out 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 Out. I think there's four outs I said there. I don't really keep track sometimes. Anyways, the humans have some dates through North America this spring. Plenty of dates in the prairies in early March. But I do see March 28th at Celebrities in Town... And then over in Victoria, April 17th at Sugar. And Noontime gets released on February 24th, a couple days after the Oscars are handed out. And perhaps beforehand, I'll share another track just to keep wetting your waiting whistle. And we have Pierre Cheriel on barrel organ behind me here. And this is an adapted version of Georgi Ligeti's Hungarian Rock from a 1997 album called Mechanical Music. And Hungary's capital is Budapest, which kind of segues us into our Oscar profile on Alexander Desplat's nominated score for the Grand Budapest Hotel. But, but, we do have some song business to take care of first. And as for the last couple weeks, I've been highlighting one of the nominated Best Original Songs up for the upcoming 87th Annual Academy Awards, along with one noteworthy song from last year that was not included. So soon we will hear something from Muppets Most Wanted. But it's time to talk The Lego Movie Which I profiled almost a year ago here on Exploding Head Movies Just check the podcast archives on www.citr.ca if you're curious And look for the most recent Fun Drive episode from 2014 Somehow one of the most infectiously fun films of the past year Did not merit a Best Animated Film nomination Much to many people's horror and shock and ghastly And all those feelings And um Most of the uproar was tied to the fan base of the Danish toy company Because it's always had a geeky audience Thanks to its emphasis on engineering and creation Because you can always build the appropriate models and sets But then you can always just build your own The only nomination that Phil Lord and Christopher Miller's film received Was a Best Original song nod For a song co-written by Sean Patterson Uh, Let me get all the names here Joshua Bartholomew and Lisa Harriton Although uh Miller and Lord were joking around that they built their own Oscar award out of Lego anyways. So Sean Patterson, uh used to work on the Saturday morning cartoons alvin and the Chipmunks. Ren and Stimpy. And then uh Robot Swim or Adult Swim's Robot Chicken, if I get all the words in the right order here. And uh Bartholomew is a Canadian from Pembroke, Ontario. He got some attention a few years ago when CBC Radio 1 promoted some of his songs off its 2005 self titled EP. And Harrington was occasionally known as El Ray and has performed as a backing keyboardist for acts like Smashing Pumpkins, Keisha, and Adam Lambert. So together, Patterson, Bartholomew, and Harrington wrote Everything is Awesome. And the version everyone likely knows and will probably see performed at the Oscar ceremony three weeks from now will involve Tegan and Sarah, plus the Lonely Island comedy team. Maybe some additional guests and surprises may be in store. We shall see, but we're actually going to listen to two of the singer-songwriters who made it, wrote the song. So from the Lego Movie soundtrack, we're going to listen to Joshua Bartholomew and Lisa Harrington as Joe Lee, J-O-L-I. And it's a short take of an almost fascist type of song of being relentlessly happy. Everything is awesome.
1: Everything is awesome. Dark, comfy shoes and candy bars, playing tunes on my guitar.
3: Swimsuit, summer dress, playing on the Visa vest. Skim milk, white bread, done my homework weeks ahead. Skipping stones, investment braces lemonade. I like to make it. Up recycling, mountain biking. Let's go hiking. Make sure your shoes are tied. Everything is awesome.
1: Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything. The Cat's Pajamas, a phrase to describe something super awesome or cool. The Cat's Pajamas, a super awesome and cool radio show featuring the latest and greatest indie pop, rock, and more from Vancouver and beyond. The Cat's Pajamas, every Friday at 10 to 11 a.m. at CITR 101.9
2: FM. Hello, everybody! You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver. CI. TR.
3: Baby, stop right there. Let me clear the air. Oh, baby, look into these eyes. Let me apologize. I know what you're thinking of. Thinking where is the love? Baby, love ain't gone. Is here where it belongs. I know what you're waiting for. But well, you don't need to wait no. You want a puppet dog? I'll give it to you. You want a nice green card? I'll give it to you. You want a mortgage loan? I'll give it to you. You want a satin pillow? I'll give it to you. You want an armadillo? I'll give it to you. You want a diamond ring? I'll give it to you. You want a thingy thing? I'll give it to you. Cause I know what you're waiting for, girl. You don't need to. You want a little cupcake, I'll give it to you You want a cockatoo, I'll give it to you You want a kangaroo, I'll give it to you You want a brand new car? I'll give it to you You want a Hollywood star, I'll give it to you You want to go to the moon I'll see what I can do Cause I know what you're waiting for
0: Somehow not nominated for a Best Original Song. That was uh, Britt McKenzie, with they will Get You What You Want, otherwise known as a cockatoo in Malibu, a song sung by the imposter kermit known as Konstantin, Russian evil frog, from the most recent Muppets movie, Muppets Most Wanted. And McKenzie won an Oscar back in 2012 for his song Man or Muppet from the Muppets film, kind of a reboot of the entire series, though his competition at the time was only just one other song, because Best Original Song is perhaps the wackiest category when it comes to the Oscars. Uh, that said, um, Muppets Most Wanted, especially that song, quite the rouser, as to be expected from one half of The Flight of the Concords. and they're rumored to be working on something new together in 2015, and Muppets Most Wanted does kind of feature reunion of both Mackenzie and Jemaine Clement, the other Concordian, and he appears in the film as one of the Russian gulag prisoners. I'm struggling to recall if he actually sings any Mackenzie songs in the film or not. I know the uh, prison leader, Tina Fey, does a number there. And before Cockatoo, we heard Jolie with the Oscar-nominated song from the Go movie, Everything is Awesome. And behind me, from last year's nominated score to Philomena, This is Alexandre Desplat with Quiet Time to Pete Which was his most recent nomination And the French composer wound up not receiving the Oscar last year As it went to Stephen Price for his work in Gravity But Desplat is up again for two nominations this year And next week we'll actually listen to his work from The Imitation Game But this week, here on Exploding Head Movies It's time to look back at a score I profiled last April Well before the Oscar nominations were even considered And if you want to catch up on things, uh Go to www.citr.ca Under Exploding Head Movies, look for episode 208 More towels, concierge, because it's time to go back and check into the Grand Budapest Hotel Wes Anderson's film, inspired in part by some of the stories written by Austrian author and playwright Stefan Zweig And co-written by Hugo Guinness And the other part was based on that illustrator's stories of a mutual friend of theirs as they were walking in Paris And the film involves a ski resort in a fictitious European country in between world wars. And I won't cover what I stated last time in full full detail, but the level of maturity that Anderson has shown now over 20 years of filmmaking has been pleasing, mostly since he's been able to retain his meticulous control and style. But the complexity of the storytelling has deepened. And uh, yeah, a true myth-making film this is. So Desplat has worked with Anderson twice before, 2009 for the fantastic Mr. Fox, which was nominated for the Best Oscar in 2010, but lost to another kids' film, Up, with Michael Giacchino's Wondrous Music, and then uh, 2012's Moonrise Kingdom. And for the Grand Budapest Hotel, Displat indicated that Anderson came with this idea that they should be instruments from this vague, vast area of Eastern Europe. So a little band together of balalaikas, cymbaloms, and zithers was assembled. But the main thing to take away from all this as well, along with some organ and percussive elements this way, is Desplat's Master of Melody and all the wonderful variations that he's able to do with it. So there's a whole bunch of little motifs that fly throughout here, and I'll share some of the cues I didn't get a chance to play last time, just to avoid repetition for you regular listeners. So we're going to start off with an overture for Ralph, or Rafe Fines character, and I still don't know how he was nominated for Best Actor, but eh, there's a tough field. Anyways, this is going to be Alexander Desplat from his Oscar nominated score to the Grand Budapest Hotel with an overture to M. Gustav H. So, from Alexander Desplat's oscar nominated score to the Grand Budapest Hotel, we heard The Overture, M. Gustav H., then we heard a bit of the main melody with organ with a prayer for Madame D., referring to Tilda Swindon's character. Then we heard a bit of shuffling drums there in choir, along with some brass, and that was Daylight Express to Lutz. Then we heard kind of a theme for Willem Dafoe's character, J.G. Jopling. Private choir agent, definitely with a sinister organ and single bass going there. Then we heard a bit of a chase and timpani work there for the cold-blooded murder of Deputy Vilmos Kovacs. And then the choir came in there quite strongly with the canto at Gabelmajstere's peak. And I'm speaking over M. Ivan here. And the Grand Budapest Hotel is tied with Birdman for nine Oscars in total. So along with Best Score. Grand Budapest is nominated in these categories and Wes Anderson himself is up for three. Best Director, Best Original Screenplay with Hugo Guinness and then Best Picture along with producers Scott Rudin, Stephen Rails and Jeremy Dawson. As well too, there's Best cinematography for Robert Yeoman. Best Film Editing for Barney Pilling. Best Production Design. Don't wish should be a lock for that. Adam Stockhausen and Anna Pinnick, Best Costume Design. At some point I actually want uh, Rafe Fiennes kind of Purple tuxedo there. And that's done by Milena Canonero. And the m- Best Makeup and Hair by Francis Hannon and Mark Coulier. Alexander Displant at this point has I eight nominations in total for his entire career for working with music. And next week we will actually hear the eighth. Otherwise, Displant has been nominated in the past for films like the aforementioned Philomena and the fantastic Mr. Fox, along with some other score f- scores that I've profiled in the past year, whether it's Exploding Head Movies. Radio for Jack and that clues Argo The King's Speech and The Curious Case of Benjamin Button and since my show started year after his nomination for 2006 as the Queen I have not profiled that but uh, at some point maybe if uh, Queen Elizabeth II reaches I guess her 70th year on the throne for the Commonwealth well I ought to look at that Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. In the background, this is Oscar Peterson with the first reprise on the theme for Celine for the Montreal Jazz Pianist's only score. That's 1979's The Silent Partner, starring Elliot Gould and Christopher Plummer, something I should profile one day. Kind of apt right before we get into the jazz show with Gavin Walker. He'll be up here at 9 o'clock, and he'll guide you to midnight. If you missed any of this week's episode, just grab the podcast. As I mentioned, www.citr.ca, but you can also just go into iTunes, look up CITR that way. An Exploding Head movie should be one of the station's fine programming that should appear in your search results tab. But the internet can help you out in many other ways. Podcast always gets updated first, and then I try to do it on Mixcloud, but life's busy. I almost need an intern to help me out with certain things. But we'll see. Anyways, if you have any questions, you can always follow me on Twitter, at 100air, and I'm also on Facebook, Tumblr, and Google+, just XHM. Exploding Head in movies But you can email me anytime radio at gmail at gmail.com So next week as mentioned Part 4 of our Oscar profile I was honored to splat again With uh, the Alan Turing biography The Imitation Game And then we'll listen to A nominated song And then one that should have been As well too The week after we'll end Our profile season With Gary Urshan's nominated music For another English biofilm Mr. Turner Based on the brilliant Painter We're going to close with one more Budapest inspired track, and Pony Hoax. They are a Parisian electronic quintet. Their latest release is 2013's A State of War, but we're going to go back to their first EP from 2005. This will be the Joaquin Metallo dub of the title track to Budapest here on Exploding Head Movies. See ya. Happy Groundhog's Day.